everyone welcome to the show so celebrate indictment come on <laughs> okay I'm sorry. I'm not going to be like mainstream media and pretend that this is not a good thing. This is a great thing for our country because it means that there actually is a rule of law. It means that when they say no one is above the law, it actually is true in some cases because we've seen enough of these elites, enough wealthy people, well-connected people get away with their crimes. And you know what? If the right wants to go after Bill Clinton, Hillary Clinton, uh, anyone else, Nancy Pelosi, I don't care. Go for it. Go for it. If they've committed a crime, lock them up too. So yes, here's what I'm talking about. Donald Trump was officially ar arrested and arraigned today on 34 felony counts of falsifying business records. We learned of also an accusation of an illegitimate child in these court documents. So here's a breakdown. Here's what's in the statement of facts. It says, quote, the defendant Donald J. Trump repeatedly and fraudulently falsified New York business records to conceal criminal conduct that hid damaging information from the voting public during the 2016 presidential election. So, yes, this goes way beyond a hush money payment to one person. This is a case about election fraud, real election fraud, like actually trying to scam the voters into voting for him by hiding information, allegedly. So the document lays out details of the hush money payment to Stormy Daniels, of course, uh, from Michael Cohen, they talk about how Trump caused his business records to be falsified, how he disguised the payments to Cohen as attorney's fees. Then further down in the document, it says that Trump told Cohen to try to delay paying Daniels for as long as possible. He stupidly thought that he could string her out past the election and then he wouldn't have to pay her at all. And that right there blows a gigantic hole in Trump's defense that he only paid this money to keep this story hidden because of his marriage. That's what his attorney keeps saying. Oh, he would have paid it anyway. It had nothing to do with the election. So it can't be a campaign finance violation because it, it wasn't paid for the election. So if this can be proven in court that he actually did try to string it out because of that, you know, if they have some kind of evidence other than Cohen's word, it shows Trump did not give a damn about Melania finding out. This was done 100% to benefit his presidential campaign, whereby making the payoff an in-kind contribution to his campaign, which exceeds campaign finance, finance limits, by the way. So the affidavit also says that the CEO of American Media Incorporated, David Pecker, met with Trump and Cohen in August of 2015 to discuss a plan to basically suss out and bury negative stories about Trump prior to the presidential election. For those who aren't familiar with AMI, that's the parent company of the complete trash rag known as the National Enquirer. And not only did Pecker agree to hide these negative stories about Trump, but he also, in that meeting, agreed to publish and push stories that would be damaging to Trump's election rivals. 
So several months after that meeting in person, Pecker got wind of a story. It was being shopped around by a Trump Tower doorman. The doorman claimed that Trump had an illegitimate child. So Pecker paid the doorman $30,000 for exclusive rights to his story, and then it was never published. So this is what we've heard about over the years, what's referred to as catch and kill. They lock these people into ironclad contracts so they can't legally tell anyone else about their story, but then they just keep the story hidden. And according to the charging documents in this case, Pecker later determined that the doorman story was false. So he was planning to release the doorman from his written agreement with AMI. But Michael Cohen convinced Pecker to keep him in the agreement until after the presidential election was done. So again, this was clearly not about Trump trying to protect his marriage. They were totally okay with Pecker releasing the doorman after the election. The statement of facts also details the catch and kill scheme involving Playboy model Karen McDougal. McDougal allegedly had a 10-month affair with Trump. This was also while he was married to Melania. And according to Pecker's testimony, he discussed this story with Trump and Cohen. And they again agreed, okay, let's figure out how to pay her off. We're going to keep this hidden due to the campaign. This one was before Stormy Daniels. And this one was paid by AMI. They paid her $150,000 to bury that story. You guys may have heard the audio recording that Cohen made in which he discusses the payment directly with Donald Trump. In that recording, he mentions that he discussed the matter with Trump's CFO, Alan Weisselberg, and Trump is heard suggesting that they pay in cash. And then Cohen says, no, 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 you know, I'm going to set up a shell corporation. And then what they did was they reimbursed AMI. That all went down just several months prior to the election. Here's the final nail in Trump's coffin. Following the 2016 election, AMI did, in fact, release Dorm the doorman and McDougal from their non-disclosure agreements. And they detailed how and why Michael Cohen was reimbursed um, by Trump in excess of $130,000, because remember, he was paid $420,000. So here's how they broke this down. They had the $130,000 he was owed. They added another $50,000 to that because they owed Cohen for some other expense. So that brought the total to one eighty. dollars then they doubled it because Cohen was going to have to pay income tax on that money because Trump was paying him under the guise of legal fees. So he was going to have to pay at his regular tax rate, which was about 50%. So that doubled it to 360. Um, then Trump agreed to pay Cohen an additional $60,000 as a year-end bonus. So 130 plus 50 plus 180 plus the 60, and you come to the 420. Um, Cohen worked all of this out with Trump's CFO, and then Trump agreed to this. So they set it up as a $35,000 monthly payment rather than just a one lump sum. And then that's how they listed it as legal services, as if he was under retainer, but there is no retainer agreement. As for how Trump handled all of this, he entered the courtroom looking very solemn, almost angry. He barely looked at the press. He didn't answer any questions. The judge denied access to journalists, but a few photographers were allowed to come in and take still shots 
prior to the whole thing going down, prior to everything starting. Outside, there was some chaos. There were a few skirmishes between Trump supporters and Trump haters. A couple of women in MAGA hats tried to destroy this massive banner that was laying on the ground. And it said that Trump lies all the time. I'm not sure what they were thinking because it was made of fabric and they were over there trying to rip it. I mean, yeah, they're, you know, MAGA hats. So anyway, a Trump hater was knocked down uh, in the whole melee. And then eventually the police stepped in. They they got the Trump loons away from the banner. And New York experienced a rare treat today, you guys. They had three of the government's most psychotic, pathological liars all in one place. Not only was Trump in New York, but Marjorie Taylor Greene, Marjorie Trader Greene, and George Santos, George Liar Liar Pants on Fire Santos, showed up to support their dear cult leader. So Greene was trying to scream through a bullhorn. She was very unsuccessful. No one could hear her because she was drowned out by the sounds of whistles and uh, people were blowing these whistles, not like whistling at her. They were blowing whistles and then people were screaming at her to leave. So she just took off. She ended up just leaving really, really quickly. Um, it wasn't the massive pro-Trump turnout that Trump had hoped for. There was a man in a banana suit. There was someone in a witch's hat. <laughs> there was a man in a, in flag printed overalls. Um, there were the naked cowboy showed up. I don't know if you guys have ever seen him. He shows up in like little speedos and he sings songs. But yeah, the January 6th sea of red hats that uh, Trump had on at the Capitol and all the Trump flags did not materialize. So womp womp and thoughts and prayers, Trump. I don't really care. Do you? <laughs> anyway, guys, when I hear more, I'll let you know. Very interesting day. Good day for our country. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Please like this video. Share it with everyone you know. Become a subscriber if you're not already. Um, if you can donate, truly, truly helps. Love you all. Take care and I'll talk with you soon. <laughs>